0: Are you feeling stuck? Are you searching for purpose and a more fulfilling life? Are you looking for inspiration and encouragement? Then this is the place for you.
1: I'm Brooke Moore. I'm Gretchen Jackson. I'm Kelly Struther. I'm Tharwitt
0: Lovett. We are Shifter. In this podcast, we will address all things mindset. You will hear real stories from real women who have faced their fears, crushed their limiting beliefs, and have turned their mess into their message by shifting their mindsets and
1: leveling up in business and life. Hi, guys, and welcome to the Shift Her podcast. Um, I'm excited today to have my friend, Sarah Candelaria. Go, Sarah. Yes, you did. You did. Um, I like to intentionally choose guests that have difficult last names for me to pronounce. So that way I can always ask if I said it right. But um, thanks so much for being here today. Sarah is a psychic medium. Um, uh, She has actually been uh, getting readings since she was 16 years old and then she figured out that she could communicate with people from the other side when she was around 20. So um, she's been married for 20 years. She has three children. She loves animals and her goal in life is really to help people spiritually. Uh, I kind of met Sarah by happenstance, I guess. Uh, I think everything is intentional in the universe. So uh, definitely excited to have Sarah in my life. But uh, we met, what was it, a month ago? Maybe, yeah, about a month, maybe a little less,
0: but yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: I don't know, time all over the place. I have no idea. (laughs) We met recently. Um, she flew to Arkansas. She is actually from Georgia. I'm not saying Florida, I keep saying Florida, but she's from Georgia, (laughs) but she's close to Florida, and very close. uh, Yes, she flew in. I sometimes uh, investigate with Arkansas X-Files. We had an interview with Tyra Clark recently, so uh, if you didn't listen to that, that's a great episode. You can go back and listen to that, but uh, Sarah and Tyra connected, and Tyra brought her here to Arkansas because you probably heard me talk about some the Fee House, which is where I met Tyra. Uh, we had done several investigations of that house. It's a very active house, and Sarah came in and um, we got to do a cleansing and I got to see her work and she's just absolutely amazing and um, hit it off. We've kept in contact since and I love her story. I think it's very relatable. I wanted to uh, bring her here just because she's super unique, but also she has a wonderful story. So welcome to the Shift Her podcast, Sarah, and uh, let's just kick it off. You want to tell any more about yourself than what I uh, provided just a minute ago? Uh, You can start with kind of what was a pivotal breakthrough that helped you shift your mindset and got you here?
0: Okay. Yes. Um, so I am a psychic medium. Um, but I haven't always done this as my career. Um, I have been doing readings since I was 16 years old, like you said. Um, but I also did other career paths. You know, I tried different things and I just didn't really fit in. You know, I tried retail, I tried some real estate stuff. Um, I tried office manager stuff and I just, I just really didn't ever feel like I felt in the, in place, you know, the workplace. Um, so. Basically I decided to go back to doing readings. Um, full-time as my career, doing house cleansings, readings, you know, helping people spiritually. And it was really interesting because, I mean, I really felt like God was, was telling me, this is what you need to do. You need to, you know, go here, do this. It was like a, it was a tapping on my shoulder of, you know, now's the time, now's the time. And I kept going, are you sure, God, (laughs) are you sure (laughs) this is what I'm supposed to do? Um, you know, it was, it was a huge leap of faith, but I did it. I, I said, okay, here we go. And I haven't looked back since. Um, I love it. I get to help people every day. Um, yeah, I just, I love it. It's, it's a unique thing that I do. (laughs) Um, I get to meet all kinds of different people. Um, but yeah, my goal is just to help however I can spiritually. Yeah, that's awesome. And I also like um, talking
1: to you, because one of the things we kind of encounter um, at Shifter is people trying to reconcile, once you start getting into the work, uh, becoming spiritually aware, you have some enlightenment, Mm -hmm. you start figuring out how the universe kind of works. Uh, A lot of people, especially here, I mean, I'm right in the middle of the Bible belt. Uh, mm-hmm. They have a hard time reconciling their, you know, Christian faith with things that they don't necessarily understand. And so mm-hmm. I love to have uh, people in my circle and talk to people about how those two can coexist. It's not mutually exclusive. And so uh, yes. that I think it is really an important like preface to this conversation about how you've you've made that leap of, of faith, and it and it is faith based, and so uh, that's it is a really exciting uh, journey. I, I think a lot of women can relate to doing those things. I call them the supposed tos. They get stuck in the supposed tos, and yes, yes, supposed to get exactly. This is my nine to five this is something different. And I recognize that I have this, but let me push that down and not nurture that side of myself. So that way I can conform to what I've been told I'm supposed to be. And mm-hmm. a lot of people get stuck in that and they don't understand why maybe they're unfulfilled or they're just not following their passion. So it's fantastic that you have you know, come to this realization that it was, it was a little nudge, it, sometimes, it, you know, the nudges get loud, and, you know, they get pushed pretty hard to, to certain places that you can't ignore it, and so I, I love how you tried that, you did try, and you recognized that that wasn't for you, and you listened to that intuition, because I think we push our intuition down a lot, and it can be very detrimental to us becoming who we're actually supposed to be, so that's very powerful. Um, yes, yes. So we talk a lot here, too, about turning our mess into our message. I'm an extremely vulnerable person. People know all my stuff. Not everybody has to put all their stuff out there like that, but I just do. So uh, we like to ask our guests, what is one time that they've actually taken that mess, something in their life that was messy, something in their life that was maybe uncomfortable, not pretty, and turn that into to their message, into their purpose?
0: So I would say every hard thing I've gone through in life, um, I can really look back and I know I had to go through it for a reason. Um, Going through the hard stuff is never fun. Uh, But yes, I can look back and I can see God's hand guiding me through every hard thing. And so when I do my readings and I counsel people, I really tell them, you know, if they're going through a really difficult situation, they're going through it for a reason. There is divine timing. Um, they're learning lessons. They're, you know, it's it is all happening for a reason. And to just keep the faith and to, you know, just keep going. Um, but yeah, I've definitely had some difficult things happen and some disappointments. Um but I think it's really important to stay in your light. That's a big thing that I talk about a lot, stay in your light and, you know, always try to look at the positive side Um, because it is all for a reason. You know, we're here to learn lessons. That's what I believe. We're here on earth to learn lessons. We are spiritual beings. um, Having a mortal experience, Um, you know, and it's like a school day here. So it's hard, but we're learning lessons. Um, so yeah, every hard thing I mean that you go through is usually for a reason. Um, and yes, I, I would kind of like to go back to, you know, a lot of people don't think you can be a psychic medium or do readings and be a Christian, but that's not true. <laughs> i right. I very much believe in God and Jesus. I, I also though believe in, um, reincarnation, Um, and I believe in obviously a spirit world, you know, I, I communicate with the spirit world pretty much every day. Um, but yes, it can all go together and it doesn't have to be all scary and bad. And, you know, my whole goal is to help people. And sometimes people have spiritual problems that they don't know how to deal with. And that's kind of where people like me come in. Um, you know, you just, you got to sometimes you got to fight fire with fire a little bit. And um, you get, but you, the the biggest part of it is to have faith and to know that you can get through anything.
1: I love that. And I love that you said staying in your light. That's another thing. uh, The people, the women that we work with, the women that we talk to, we talk about staying in the light. And I'll let you kind of maybe define that a little bit more. But for me, it's, Sometimes that light shines onto your darkness, onto the dark yeah. things in your life, and it can be scary and intimidating and overwhelming. And so, oftentimes people will retreat because maybe they don't want to face that. And so, um, also you're saying, you know, keep going. And so I feel like that's very important message to to stay in that even if it's casting a shadow and you're seeing these things that maybe you don't like about yourself or you're uncomfortable with, or it's unknown and scary. I think it's so important to stay in your light, Uh, being positive. We definitely preach that it, everything here is lessons or love. You're either learning or you're loving. And, and it really really is true um, that that is, kind of how it works and I remember when I first started doing this this work I was really trying to turtleize that because you do have to I always say fake it till you make it. I'm not really faking it but <laughs> I'm myself until I've moved my brain into my heart uh, and, and believe what I am thinking and saying. but uh, you know those lessons if you look back in hindsight it may be very difficult when you're going through it but everything gets you to where you're going. And Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. I love how you are guiding people there. You are kind of that space to help people because sometimes people, you're right, people really don't know how to get there. Maybe they intellectually know they need to be there. Uh, There's just something unresolved. And so speaking with you and I've had a reading with you and it was very helpful for me. Uh, There's clarity. And sometimes that's all you need is, Clarity or validation. Validation is huge. It's so so important. Uh, So, do you want to, and you don't have to, but do you want to kind of elaborate on your experiences working with people and, you know, how they've been able to move things? Like, specifically, I work with a lot of women who are in the transition from, you know, maybe getting out of a toxic relationship and they're not whole, they need to heal, they have these triggers. And then, you know, you want that companionship and, and you want those things to so sometimes you're kind of skipping over that whole learning to love yourself part. And so mm-hmm. I find those people and meet them in that place and try to talk to them about, you know, ways to really just learn to love yourself and learn, learn to get to that piece within yourself so that if you choose, you want to be in another relationship, it's not going to have the same impact as you know, your prior relationships. And so if you want to just kind of elaborate on how you've seen that kind of play out with people you've worked with, or, you know, yourself even.
0: Yes, absolutely. So I do readings pretty much every day for, and I talk to a lot of different people. I work with all types of different people from all walks of life and, I think something that's really important that a lot of people don't do is when we have a traumatic event happen in our lives, whether it's a divorce or a death or an illness or, you know, whatever. um, A lot of people do. They like to rush through it. They don't want to feel the pain. They don't want to feel all the emotions. Um, It's really important when you go through something hard in your life to feel all the emotions, to, to deal with it, you know, to be in that space and it can be hard, but if you don't, if you don't go through it and you just stuff it down and stuff it down, it always causes problems later on. And so a lot of stuff when I do readings and I talk about things that I'm seeing in somebody's past, it's always for a reason. And it's usually things that they haven't healed from. There's are still issues there that have, you know, come into their present and then into their future. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's a lot. People need to learn really how to love themselves, stay in their light. But when you're going through something hard, feel those emotions, you know, sit there, accept it that, you know, you are going through something hard. You don't have to live there. You know, you don't have to live there and stay there, but it's important to, to feel those things and to, you know, if you have to grieve, then grieve. Um, but that's a really important thing about people moving forward and getting over issues. Um, sometimes you have to go back to your past and kind of relive the hurt so you can heal so you can move forward. Um, I talk a lot about that in my readings, um, But yeah, I talk to people from all over the United States, um, all walks of life, lots of different ages. I try not to do readings for people too young because they don't really know know, what I'm talking about all the time. Um, But I think that it's just really important that you also understand if you're going through something difficult, it's not permanent. It will change. Things are temporary and to hang in there. And, you know, the, the best thing that you can do is say, okay, I'm going through this for a reason. I got to learn a lesson. I got to, you know, this is something that I have to deal with. I can't ignore it. I can't shove it down. I can't drink it away. I can't, you know, smoke it away, whatever. Um, and it just, it will end up better for you if you do it that way.
1: <laughs> that is so powerful. I think the biggest lesson, if someone asked me that I took it, so I got divorced early 2020. Um, I had maybe one relationship after that. And the one thing I learned about myself through all of those uh, <laughs> tough times and lessons is that I had become this master of stuffing it all down. And I used to feel like, I'm dead inside. It's because I couldn't connect with people and I couldn't feel things, but it was because I was not properly grieving. I did not understand how to do that. I didn't want to face those things. And so I just ignored them. And so uh, one of the lessons I really learned was you have got to feel the things and and it's the only way. And so I had a particularly rough, couple of weeks, uh, in the summer last year. And I remember my friends were really worried about me. You know, your friends love you. They want to take care of you. And they were like, maybe you need to go to the doctor and get some medicine. There's nothing wrong with that. I've taken medicine before, uh, for anxiety and depression issues, but I didn't want to do that because I felt like it would just kind of numb it. I didn't feel like, I felt like I really needed to go through it because that mm-hmm. was the only thing because it was a, a repeating pattern. So the only way to get to the other side of that was to figure that out. And so I just sat with it, obviously I had a great support system, but I, I went through it, I felt the things, it was hard as hell, it hurt so bad, uh, but I was so much better for it on the other side. And that's when I realized, yeah, you, you don't only necessarily grieve things that are, you know, people that have passed, like you grieve, people who are living you can grieve situations that you're in there's there's different types of grief and it was the first time my perspective had actually shifted to oh oh wow this is this is grief this it's painful it was physically painful at that point and it was because you know that grief I was processing it and but it made me so much more empowered and I was so much better for it on the other side because I had actually felt through all of those things Uh, and and even stuff from which I know you know I mean I I had a tremendous loss as a teenager and Mm -hmm. uh, you know and I've talked to you about my struggles with relationships and and I didn't realize even until maybe last year or the year before I hadn't even properly grieved that loss and Mm -hmm. you know that was gosh 23 years ago Uh, I I just kept going because I didn't want other people to feel uncomfortable and I didn't understand how to grieve it. But then I saw it play out my entire life. It affected everything. And, and I didn't even realize it until I looked back in hindsight. This is why I'm, I'm choosing these people. This is why I have this wall up. This is why mm-hmm. I can only connect so deep. And it was because, you know, if you if you have this wall up, if you protect yourself, then it can only hurt so much is what you're thinking in your mind. But it's really not a great way to live. It really is a dangerous path to go down because you can really disconnect from important people and important things and so that yeah so profound I'm so glad that you brought that up because you know feeling feeling the things has just been my theme and and now that I get it I, I try to help my friends and say hey you know just feel the things and I, I know you want this to happen or this but drop those expectations just feel mm-hmm. and yep. Uh, yep. you know it's easier said than done I understand uh but definitely it's just so much better on the other side so um we'll move along okay uh I have have other questions for you too but I would like to know if there are any tips and tricks any kind of tools that you use to kind of support that higher frequency mindset and because I know for you specifically and uniquely you probably you've got all this chatter going on because like you said you're picking up on all these people and these energies mm. that constantly and i'm sure you have to kind of clear clear yourself some people meditate some people you know do different rituals whatever it is i like to sketch because that's the only time i really can draw my oh, i like to sketch because it's the only time that i can actually turn my mind off uh i have a hard time meditating because i talk as much as my head as i do out loud so <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes
1: for me to shut myself up um But are there any tools that you use uh, that might be applicable to anyone that's listening that might be helpful in in their everyday life to apply to stay attuned to that higher frequency, to be able to stay positive and stay in the light and all the things that you're saying?
0: Yes, absolutely. So I pray a lot. I pray a lot. I check myself a lot. Um, I was actually doing a reading last night and we were really talking about It's important to check yourself. Um, you know, from what are you eating to what are you thinking to, you know, what is your motivation. So I really check myself because I really want to stay in, you know, I a higher purpose, a higher light, a higher vibration. So I check myself a lot. I stop, I pray, (laughs) you know, I pray to God, like, okay. If I need to be on another path, let me know. I, I've always had a hard time meditating. So what I'll kind of do is just sort of lay down and I talk to God. I pray. I, I, It's just like a conversation with God. And prayer is so powerful. I don't think sometimes people realize how powerful prayer is. But I mean, I really like to describe it as it's like a lightning bolt straight to God. I mean, it's just, it's like instant messenger. <laughs> um, and, and it's just, you know, if you need help, if you want help, help will come. But sometimes you got to ask, you know, ask your spirit guides, ask your angels. We all have them. Um, talk to God, talk to Jesus, higher power, whatever, you know, you can relate to. Um, it's all about love and light. And it can be hard sometimes to stay in your light, but I talk a lot about also healthy boundaries. If there's somebody in your life, that's a very toxic person or they're causing you a lot of problems. It doesn't mean you can't love them and it doesn't mean that you have to completely cut them out of your life, but sometimes you might have to love them from a distance. Sometimes you may not be able to have them constantly in your life, you know, healthy boundaries. Um, but prayer is huge for me. And I think also sometimes you have to, you know, if the news is depressing you, I do not watch very much news at all. I kind of look at the headlines to kind of see what's going on and that is it. Um, You know, it's about really always trying to raise that vibration and checking yourself and, you know, what are your motivations? Why, why are you, you know, going after this or doing that? You know, is it to help mankind? Is it to, is it about money and power, um, fame? Is it about, you know, you wanting to help people? Is it about, you know, I really have a goal to get here? It's it's about checking yourself and praying a lot, and and really paying attention what you let into your, your space, your mind. You know, um, people you let in your home. Um, all that kind of stuff. What, what you watch on TV. Now I like to watch scary things. Don't get me wrong. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, you know, if it starts to get too much, it's like, okay, now we gotta, you know, watch some, I don't know, something happy, something funny.
1: (laughs) I'll do that. I'll go down like a rabbit hole, of (laughs) like murder shows. And then (laughs) I didn't realize one day I was watching this, I just binge watched it. I was just sitting here like a whole Saturday watching one of the, it wasn't Dateline, but you know, something like that. It was like a forensic true crime type show. My daughter was playing and I didn't even think she was paying attention. And so probably six hours into my binge, she was like, mommy, can we watch something less murdery now? <laughs> <We're right. laughs> We've been in here for six hours and I didn't think she was paying attention. And was, yes, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay let's find some care bears i don't know i was just trying to find something else to do but it, <laughs>
0: yes care bears
1: <laughs> something care bears care something something yeah. some good energy and good vibes <laughs> i'm like that too and you and i kind of both teeter on that we're very interested in some of the because we are spiritual we are interested in, in both sides we're interested in seeing those things but mm-hmm. it really way heavy on you uh, I love that you talked about boundaries. That's something we talk about a lot at shifter. Uh, boundaries are so important. Sometimes it can be extremely difficult to set those boundaries and to keep those boundaries, but, uh, protecting your energy is everything because people will drain, people will take your yes. that, that I call them joy suckers or, you know, energy vampires, whatever, mm-hmm. uh, I've experienced it over and over. I'm a, I tend to be a, a giver. I'm really emph- empathetic to people. And so when you are that type of person, you attract those people because those people like your good juju. <laughs> so, yes, yes. Yeah, you know, they want it. So don't think that that's selfish to actually protect those things, to protect that energy. And I don't know about you. I'm sure this is probably even heightened for you. But for me, I just can't even entertain it at this point. I am at the point... In my awareness and my progression, that it's just almost impossible for me to continue feeding into anything like that. If, if I feel that, if intuitively I know something is wrong, it, it just is so overwhelming to me that I cannot be a part of it or participate or allow it in. At, you know, I just really protect my energy at all costs. Yes, it's so, so very helpful. Um, And then the other thing that you said that I really enjoyed uh, was what you kind of mentioned, knowing why you're doing things. And so praying or whatever, like you said, whatever somebody's comfortable doing, it really is about being very clear. And if you have to talk that out with God and have that conversation or whatever, it's about getting very clear on what you want, because if you are sending out mixed messages to the universe or yes. to God, it, you can't expect certain things to happen, even if you're not verbally saying them, you can't expect your life to end up in a certain place. If all you're doing is going back and forth, like I remember, um, a particularly difficult relationship that I was in last year after I, I left, I, I knew intellectually I wanted to be done, uh, but internally I realized, okay, well, I'm not letting go because internally I'm hoping for what was in the past. I'm, I'm hoping that there's still something there. And then working through that, um, with my life coach, I realized I'm not over here, you know, pining for this person necessarily. I am over here wanting that feeling. It's a feeling of yes. feeling. Um, yes. and so once I realized that I thought, well, I'm going to focus on how I want to feel. And Mm -hmm. this is how I want to feel. I don't need somebody else to do it for me. It doesn't necessarily have to be in a relationship, but this is the feeling that I want. And so once I set that intention, it basically like magic, like everything speeds up in super speed because I have been very clear. This is what I want. I want this to happen. I want to be able to let go. And it was uh, uh, stop worrying about how it was going to happen. I just set that intention out. And so having that conversation with yourself, with God, with somebody, whatever, to talk it out and figure out what you actually want and why, like you said, why are you doing this? Why do you want these things? Do you think you're supposed to do it? Is it Mm -hmm. a narrative somebody else has written for you about you, or is this Mm -hmm. truly what you want to do? So there's so much goodness in all the things you just said. So I I really, (laughs) all that, um, but yeah, I'm super intrigued also while I have you here uh, in, in understanding a little bit more about your process. I know that this has just kind of been there, present in your life. Your abilities have been there and you've just mm-hmm. developed them over time. But you know, what does that process look, for you, look like for you? I know it's divine, it's faith-based. What does your process look like?
0: So I have to say when I was younger, Um, I would get emotions, feelings. I would know things about people. And this is from when I was really young. Um, and I did not understand it. I did not understand a lot. I just know that I was, I was always afraid. I was living in sort of what I like to call my cage of fear. (laughs) I was afraid all the time. So when I was 16 years old, um, this is when I just found out I could do readings, but this is what also changed for me. And, and like you said earlier, you know, medication can be good. It's not for everybody. I started taking medication, um, for OCD anxiety. You know, I had, I have a lot of anxiety because I just get hit from things kind of everywhere, spiritual, emotional. So once I was able to calm down the anxiety I was able to sort of focus on what's coming from where and it wasn't just fear all the time that's when I realized I could pick things up from people I could I would just know things I like to say you know psychic knower sometimes I would just know things I would know when somebody was lying to me um I I would know if somebody was being truthful I would know something you know somebody's intentions that kind of thing so um once I could kind of calm down my brain I was able to focus on what was coming and it took a while you know I I've, I've studied the paranormal um all this kind of stuff since I was actually 14 so I've studied this this stuff for a very long time I've always been fascinated by it it did scare me when I was younger um but I knew it was for a reason. I knew that it it was like, I was so drawn to this. I knew I had to sort of learn everything I could about it. Um, but when I do readings, I do use cards, but I use them in kind of my own weird way. I don't have to have cards to do a reading. Um, it just kind of helps give the direction of which you know, where I'm trying to go. Um, but what I do, so I'm mainly clairvoyant. So what that means is I, I see things mainly in my head. It's a lot of third eye stuff. Um, I'll see pictures. I'll see like a scene from a movie or a memory. Um, I will, sometimes it's like a direct message into my brain, you know, it's just like, boom, it's there. Um, Sometimes I'll get a name, a color, a song, a letter, I always get things for a reason. Sometimes I may not know why. And even the person I'm doing a reading for may not know why right at that moment. But I always say, write it down. It's for a reason. <laughs> It'll come to you later. So, um, and then the same way when I communicate with people from the other side, it's not that I see them and hear them like they're sitting next to me. I wish it was like that. It'd be a lot easier. <laughs> right but they come to me in pictures, images, feelings. Um, sometimes it's a really good connection and sometimes it's a lot, uh, fainter. Um, but again, sometimes it's like a direct message into my brain. Sometimes I get just a lot from a person. Um, it's, it's kind of about the, the energy flow and the energy connection. But I, I try not to, if I'm not doing a reading or I'm not, doing something, you know, psychic, I try to turn it off. I don't necessarily just want to go around, you know, (laughs) picking up things from everybody all the time. It's very draining for me. So that's why I won't do just reading after reading every day because it's exhausting. So um, I have to limit sort of my, my psychic stuff. (laughs) 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 Yeah, psychic boundaries. um, Definitely um but that's kind of how it works for me i think it works different for everybody um and sometimes i'll tell you you never know i mean i can say things like yeah this shouldn't happen or i've never seen this but when it comes to the spiritual world you never know <laughs> <laughs> right there's some crazy things i've gotten messages from people you know i'll be doing a reading for somebody and i'll get a message for somebody and it's super clear. And they're like, I have no idea who this is. And I'll do a reading like two weeks later. And the that spirit was coming through for that person, like two weeks later, that's literally oh, wow. happened. And I'm like, what the heck?
1: So they're like, <laughs> but preparing.
0: yes, but there's no time on the other side. There's it's, you know, there's no time. It's infinite. So time means nothing to them. Um, so yeah, it's very interesting. Sometimes it's just very crazy. Sometimes I don't know what I'm going to get.
1: <laughs> That's really cool though. Uh, and it is almost kind of getting to know somebody on a totally different level. Mm-hmm. As you're being fed all this information. I know every time I talk to you or I'm with you, my Papal shows up <laughs> so yes
0: absolutely
1: I'm like, oh Papa's here and call my family i'm like he was there again <laughs> yep yep i up, I'm asking questions i still don't know if he's german but i'm finding out <laughs> that's it's so great it's so interesting and fascinating to me uh, because i have been very interested in the paranormal world for for a while as well and um Especially walking into this mindset work uh, that I've been do- doing over the last several years, it- it's magnetic. I'm ending up attracting those people, those people are becoming part of my circle. And it is very fascinating to see the process. That's why I asked, because everybody kind of has their own unique thing, uh, it's very unique to them. And so, you know, I'm introduced to people who just read cards or are clairvoyant Mm -hmm. or are just very educated and interested in in the paranormal and so uh the experience is very unique to them and their process their connection with god universe source whatever Mm -hmm. they're talking about uh, Mm -hmm. so unique but the continual theme is really the same it's really that energy that intuition that um trust, that leap of faith that you talk about. Mm -hmm. I think each of us, I personally believe that each of us have the capacity to be a lot of these things. Um, It's kind of a choice. Maybe some people are are further along and so they're more attuned to it. But I I feel like a lot of people write it off as a hunch or coincidence or or whatever. Uh, And I, I think, like you said earlier, everything is just Divinely timed, everything is as it should be, and mm-hmm. so it's really cool. Thank you so much for sharing that. I know that that's you know probably a personal thing for you, so I really appreciate you kind of explaining because I don't think people always necessarily understand. Uh, it, they kind of have this preconceived notion of what it means to be a psychic, or they've seen it on TV. I feel like that happens as a lawyer, but lawyers are less cool than psychics, and so I do <laughs> a little bit too in a less cool way. But, <laughs> very interesting to me Uh, and I haven't even thought about because I have such a hard time meditating too and I haven't even thought about just have a conversation because when I was younger I used to like very small I remember I used to like really go into my head a lot about the universe I would just think about it I don't know why I would just yeah and that's where my mind would go and I would just ask why 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 are things this way well you know where are we from like really weird thoughts for a seven-year-old but I used mm-hmm. to and it would get to the point because it is kind of overwhelming once you open your mind up to that uh, of where things come from and the creation and so it just would get my little mind wondering and I would get so scared I would freak myself out and then I would just yeah. be like oh god please don't let me think about that I don't want to think that deep <laughs> deep. I would just sit there until I fell asleep uh but I you know, you get busy, and your mind gets cluttered. And when you get older, you don't think to pause and have that conversation with yourself with God, you don't think to have that conversation. And so I'm, I'm going to try to implement that because it's very hard for me to quiet my mind. And, uh, you know, I think maybe if I can get back to having even internal dialogue, some kind of conversation where I'm working those things out, it, it will help me be clearer on things. And it will help me be more grounded and connected. So thank you for that tip as well. That was really awesome. Um, there's one thing that we ask, I didn't tell you this, uh, but okay. <laughs> we ask everybody, I, sometimes I mix it up and I don't necessarily ask everybody, but one question we like to ask everyone is what if you could give your younger self one piece of advice, what would that be?
0: it would be to not be afraid of who you really are. Be your authentic self. You know, don't try to fit into a box. Um, Everybody is different. Everyone is unique. If you have a passion, follow it. Don't ever think anything is out of your reach. Um, And don't be so scared you know, don't be so afraid of what other people think, what other people think of you is none of your business. <laughs> no, That's that. such a true thing. Um, obviously I didn't just make that up. You know, i read that, right. but
1: I'm going to totally attribute that to you. That's your quote.
0: Yes. All it para- so... th- it up, never heard of it. Before. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but yeah, just be your authentic self. You know, I spent so much time worrying about what other people thought of me. Um, if I was, you know, doing what I was supposed to, and I knew when I started doing readings again, and, you know, I knew when I went down this path of, this is my career, this is, you know, what I'm going to do. I knew that there were going to be people who fell out of my life and there was new people that were going to come into my life. And that's exactly what happened. Um, and that's okay. That's okay. And if somebody's not meant for you, wish them well. And, you know, that's all right. The people that are supposed to be in your life will come to you and they will find you and they will be with you. So I wish that when I was younger, I would have not been so afraid of just being uniquely me and, you know, worrying about what other people thought or you know, what quote unquote, somebody who was good or successful did, you know, I think that gets mixed up a lot. A lot of people think you have to make this much money or you have to, you know, have kids or be married or have a house by a certain age or something. And that is so not what is important. What is important is how we treat each other, how we can help each other, our relationships, our friendships because none of us are getting out of here alive <laughs> and it doesn't matter if you have a million dollars in the bank or not. Um, you know, you can't take it with you. It, it really doesn't matter so much what you look like or, um, you know, what kind of car you drive. It doesn't matter. It's, it's how you can help people. What, what impact are you leaving? Um, and so I wish that I would have been more focused. I mean, again, though, you know, when you're, I don't know, when you're 25 years old, sometimes that can be a hard thing, right. you know, you just want to, you know, be successful and, you know, make your dreams come true and that kind of stuff. But I, um, I wish I would have understood that a little bit more when I was younger.
1: I love that. Uh, I think it's very important to be your authentic self. And I found I mean, my light shines brighter when I'm my authentic self. The things I wanted that I felt like I had to force the things that uh, seemed hard come to me so much easier now that I just shed the external opinions and focus on just being who I feel led to be. I always say I'm always becoming. (laughs) Yes. Uh, I love that. That's awesome. It's a great piece of advice. Uh, And very grateful that, you know, we are both at a place where we understand that now. I mean, I think some people probably go a lifetime without having that epiphany or revelation. So, uh, oh yes. But thank you so much, Sarah. I'm going to give you the opportunity really quickly. We're going to have this in the show notes as well, but I'll give you the opportunity to kind of tell everyone where they can find you, if they want to learn more about you, or if they want to sign up for a reading or anything like that, if you want to do that.
0: Yes, absolutely. So um, you can email me at Sarah underscore Candelaria at hotmail.com. Um, I do have a website, which I don't know. I think we can link it on here yeah. somehow. Yeah, we'll, we'll have <laughs> it in the show notes. Um, Facebook, you know, I just have people honestly text me. <laughs> 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 Isn't that weird? here's my phone number text me (laughs) easier um but yeah i i uh i get a lot of people that just will text me because they'll get my number from somebody you know that i did a reading for i am going to have a new website that's still in the making um so i have kind of just a very basic one right now and then i'll have a newer fancier one but it's not quite ready yet um so, but the best place would probably just be my website or you can email me. Um, I don't know. That's, yeah. Facebook message. <laughs> yeah,
1: <that's> I'm available. <laughs> Sarah. We connected on Facebook. She's there. So.
0: Yes. Yes. <laughs>
1: Thanks again. This was a wonderful interview. It's been one of my favorites so far. I could probably sit here and talk to you all day long, but thanks so much for coming on. And I'm so excited to share you with all of our
0: listeners. Yay. Thank you so much. It was great.
1: Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of the Shift Her Podcast. We are here to share stories that inspire so that you can create the life you love now. If you liked what you heard, please leave us a review, share on social media, and tell us why it resonated with you. You can follow us on Facebook at shifter, Instagram at shifter.co, and read more about us at www.shifter.co. While you're there, sign up for our High Vibe monthly newsletter, where we share even more inspiration and stories from our mastermind program. Links from today's episode are in the show notes.